Hey, everybody. Before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You can also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're getting a little controversial, but you know what? We saw a movie that we liked and we said, let's talk about it. Uh, We are talking about Dragged Across Concrete, which was written and directed by S. Craig Zoller and stars Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn as a couple of uh, bad cops who get caught doing some bad stuff and they uh, get kicked off the police force and so they decide to go into the criminal underworld to try to make some money. And, uh, you know, I... I'm sure we have listeners of this show from every uh, political walk of life. Uh, Some of you who have listened for a long time probably know I'm a pretty big progressive myself. Uh, But this movie is pretty (laughs) right-wing. And uh, so I find a lot of other, uh, you know, movie podcasts and critics don't want to give it any coverage. And, uh, you know, I understand Mel Gibson has his history of being a piece of human garbage, uh, but the man can act, and this is a good movie. That's really what it comes down to, and we wanted to talk about it. My co-host for the episode, Chad Clinton Freeman, he loved this movie. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. And funny enough, uh, S. Craig Zoller also produced, didn't direct, uh, the standoff at Sparrow Creek, which is the only other VOD movie that we've done on this show. So I don't know how he keeps ending up on these uh, on these episodes, because normally we only do theatrically released movies, uh, and then a couple of smaller indies that we've done. Uh, but these are like major, but only on VOD movies. So kind of surprising that he's shown up twice now. But... You know, I don't know. I'm not going right wing on you guys, I promise. (laughs) So uh, anyway, if any of these kind of controversial themes and racism and all these things are something you don't want to hear, you know, then you probably should skip this episode and go to the next one. But I really do think this is a good movie and worth talking about. So before we get into that conversation... I want to remind you all to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Do all the stuff we always tell you to do. I'll remind you at the end of the episode, of course. For now, let's get into the conversation. All right, back on the show with us today. It's been a little while, but Chad Clinton Freeman, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. Excited to be back on. Um, Yeah. Definitely, uh... Uh, a fun, fun movie to, to, to well, fun 
depends on how you <laughs> say fun. Uh, good, good movie. I'll say that to discuss today. So I, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I, I love where we're headed with this conversation already. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dragged Across Concrete is a, uh, it's a, it's kind of a weird movie to talk about because I mean, all of the political things are like really difficult to ignore, like to like try to pretend they're not there but at the same at the same time i kind of feel like that's what we're here to do i feel like i like i think a lot of critics or or podcasts might say oh you know right winger stuff and mel gibson like i'm just gonna not cover it but i really like this movie and i know you really like this movie and i mean i I, I felt like it would be a fun conversation yeah so yeah and and that's the thing art is about pushing boundaries and pushing buttons and i mean that's that's the thing i i don't see this at all and we'll get into this more and more details but i don't see this as at all as as a you know um a movie made for uh you know like trump supporters or whatever and uh mm-hmm. just hateful people i don't I, I mean i don't see that at all but anyway right exactly i don't i don't either i think it's just a story about some complicated characters and right. that that's that's what it comes down to and right. i mean there are so many movies that we've loved over the years that have complicated characters right, right, <laughs> i mean right. that, that exactly. makes for that's an interesting what, movie to, to me that's what makes movies good is when you have uh, complicated and interesting characters so yeah for sure yeah absolutely all right well you know with, with all that said you know let's let's jump right in and get to some puzzle pieces so for dragged across concrete what is your first puzzle piece okay for me the 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 one that just totally jumped out um and uh, it's a movie I love quite a bit, um, and that's the the movie Trespass, which uh, mm. from the '90s with Bill Paxton and Ice T. It's got like a whole bunch of people, Ice Cubes, I think, is in that as well. Um, I, it's one I haven't watched in a while. I do have it on DVD. It recently came out on Blu-ray. I do have to get it on Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Trespass, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of, uh, of what uh, goes on with it is. Uh, it's it's about the you know these two white guys bill paxton and um william sadler and they uh know about this gold this supposedly in this abandoned building and then what happens is, is you've got uh people that actually live in the building and then you've got these other people who are like uh drug dealers or something that then they 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 go there to you know to, to 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 do their work and then they kind of just uh cross each other's paths and then it ends up being where the most unlikely person like uh ends up like the hero and everybody else is mm-hmm. like you know wiped out um so it in a lot of ways structurally it's 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 almost the same movie as far as like what what plays out but uh that's uh that's a movie i love is walter hill uh it's one of his one of my favorites of his uh of course a lot of people like a lot of his older uh stuff but uh that was in the 92 or so you know in in the big boom of uh ice tea movies with new jack city uh, around in that time sure, period. Sure, sure, yeah. But, no, um, I, I haven't I, seen it since one, back it, then, but it was awesome. 
but I, this one is very much a you know um it's 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 kind of a gritty crime movie and then it's also kind of a, an exploitation movie so it, it's kind of in that mm-hmm. same vein as like a walter hill type movie so um I, it had to have been an inspiration i think and uh definitely uh it it works as a as a good companion movie for you know if somebody likes that movie i think they will enjoy this one so sure yeah, no, I I think that's a great uh, first puzzle piece to kick this thing off. And yeah, like I said, I, I haven't seen it in a million years, but I remember it was a great movie back then. And and I totally see like that that setup once we once we get you know into the plot of this thing, right? Exactly. It does seem to yeah. it does seem to go along with that quite well. Right. That's funny. I hadn't thought of it though. That's great. Um, right on. Well, for my first puzzle piece, and I wanted to get this one out of the way first because it's the the most uh, critical of this movie. Because I did enjoy this movie uh, right. quite a bit. Um, but the thing that I that I that if I had to pick something that I didn't like about it, mm-hmm. um, there's a a meme that people like joke around about ah. lately. Uh, it, it's the "We live in a society" meme, <laughs> and uh, right. I, 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 I feel I feel like that comes very much from the Dark Knight. Right. Um, and so, the Dark Knight is my first puzzle piece, and not just for the uh, genuinely cool heists here—I'm not heists, but like bank robbery scenes, um, which are really well done and and uh, tense and exciting. Um, but you know, from the social commentary of uh, the society we live in and just how bad everything has right. got and how divi- divided we all are and i think that uh, uh what's his name craig zoller s craig zoller i should say right, right. uh you know he's a, a little a little heavy-handed with it um there are some lines of dialogue are just so obvious and you know you could totally picture you know we, we all you know both of us are are liberal guys but we could you know i'm sure we all have our our conservative friends and we could picture some of these lines coming straight out of our conservative friends mouths right. and uh s- some of that was just so like a little like cringingly obvious you know um and so i, j- I just wanted to get that one out of the way first because from there on out it's all going to be uh me talking about how much i like this movie <laughs> <laughs> so no yeah uh i i didn't even think about the dark night but the and i didn't think about the meme either but you're you're you you hit that on the the nail on the head for sure uh they, this is a bit over the top with its uh kind of um you know political beliefs and i don't know that the necessarily the movie is but some of the characters mm-hmm. for sure uh i mean and that right. that's the thing is that uh to to me um there's so there's so much more than that that yeah that definitely is a little heavy-handed um but i i i i enjoy uh, preachiness in movies uh, from time to time, regardless of what the <laughs> what the what the agenda is they're pushing. I enjoy that 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 preachiness, that hitting you over the head with it. Um, and you like when people believe in something. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's it. I yeah. mean, it, whether it's the characters or whether it's the filmmakers. I mean, if somebody believes in something, that uh, I mean, that it gives more purpose. So it it, it sure. has meaning uh, for you know whoever it is so uh i I definitely do uh like that aspect of it uh but yeah i mean uh, a good good point with the with the heist and everything i mean that was something that uh, i had struggled with trying to think of what would be a good comparison um dead presidents was one that i thought of 
Uh, it's another mm-hmm. one, you know, from the nineties that I really liked a lot. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Hughes brothers. Um, uh, sure. and, um, you know, with that one, it's a, it's a lot, uh, more of a, um, like long sprawling, like epic, but then you've got that heist element near the end. Um, and, and, it, and this one goes so much better than that one, but, uh, <laughs> I, sure. I was trying to think of a good one, but I, I, I think, yeah, uh, uh, the dark Knight is definitely a good piece there. You know, before moving on to your next puzzle piece, you know, I think you've brought up nineties twice so far. And mm-hmm. I think other than the politics involved in this, I think the movie definitely has a bit of a nineties feel to it. De- definitely. I do. And I do I think, think that. Cool. I mean, I think that, uh, this very much. I think was inspired by like, uh, you know, urban nineties type movies and also mm. Mel Gibson <laughs> movies. I think, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think very much, I mean, uh, which I'll go ahead and go into that. I mean, lethal weapon, I feel like is, uh, just the series uh, in total, I think is a, a sure. puzzle piece here. I think the, just okay. the, the, the chemistry of, uh, well, just that, you know, it's just Mel Gibson, I think, but the, the <laughs> chemistry, uh, interaction of, you know, Mel Gibson's character with, uh, his partner throughout the lethal weapon movies, you know, that body, that buddy cop kind of vibe of, we don't really like each other, but we do really like each other sort of thing. Um, that's what this one does. It, it definitely has just yeah. like that great uh, buddy cop vibe to it. Uh, the, uh, I know we discussed this uh, prior, and uh, you know, you had said how they had just such good chemistry together, and they did. It's just oh, like yeah. you know, there's some moments are just like really, really like comedic gold, and it's very could be very, very simple things, but just how the one would get under the other skin about certain things. And then also how they obviously really liked each other, but then also, I mean, Mel Gibson's character basically drags Vince Vaughn's character like along, you know, I, he's the character yeah. I really felt bad for in this movie because he just kind of goes <laughs> yeah. along because this is his, his, his uh, partner and it's his friend. And it's just like, mm, okay, whatever, you know? <laughs> So, um, he's in, he's in till he's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but yeah, definitely. I just think, uh, uh, Mel Gibson movies overall, especially in the, the, the the late eighties and the nineties and it's specifically lethal weapon. Um, uh, another factor here. Sure. Absolutely. No, I, I think the lethal weapon series is a great, uh, a great series to look to, even with it being Mel Gibson. I, I think, uh, part of what I liked about the movie so much is that that chemistry between the two right. leads, and they they have it so so well. There's right. so so many great scenes in this of the two of them, even when they're just they're just sitting in a car. Right, just doing right. it. And exactly. th- this movie really takes its time with that. I mean, it, I know that this director has been you know the people talk about slow burns, like you know, but he really takes his time with just having them sit in the car right. and and watching, you right. know, and. Uh, and it's really great. I mean, that's when the movie's kind of at its best, even though it's got some great action in it and everything else. Um, 
that that's when it's really living and breathing. I mean, there's such like there's such real characters. Right. Exactly. I think uh, the 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 characters feel real, and then also the the charisma of you know Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson that obviously helps. But uh, yeah, their inter- interactions are are just so so good. They really are. Um, you know, and Absolutely. it's just something simple as one of them eating and it just annoying the hell out of the other one. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and, and, and that sort of thing, um, is the, it, it, well, I feel in a lot of ways, I feel, uh, that Quentin Tarantino, I think is another, I think in influence of, of this movie in many, many ways, but I think the, the, sure. the, the, this, that simple part there of, you know, kind of everyday life aspects taking place and that being like a part of this movie that's this crime drama and then it being like fun and interesting, like these, 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 you know, characters that aren't just black and white that are very gray that have this good in them they have this bad in them and then also the fact that like they're these just like simple everyday like life moments that they're going through as well and 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 it's fun so there's so many so many elements there that i just felt overall uh quentin tarantino is an influence and i i would say specifically with this movie though I, i reservoir dogs and uh, Jackie Brown, those were the two that really came to my mind. Okay, yeah, I'll put them both down as puzzle pieces because, yeah, I certainly um, – it's funny you, you bring those up specifically because I was thinking about Quentin Tarantino, but I wasn't quite sure which movies I would use specifically. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that you're uh, – I'm letting you make the, uh, the final <laughs> call now, right there. I could, I could have easily like jumped in and gone with any, but, but yeah, I think those are good ones though to to specifically point to. Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, you know one more thing before I move on to my next puzzle piece. Uh, I, I I think that talking about these characters and uh, the, the the watching them live and watching them breathe, and you know, despite them not being necessarily good people, mm-hmm. but they're, they're having that uh, having that like the nuggets of of good in them, even though you know we really don't want to celebrate these people. I think that is definitely kind of the central thing in this movie, right? Um, you know, I, I think that's what he's trying to show is that uh, there there's good in people that are bad. Really, is what it comes down to. Like there there is a theme there. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially especially uh, the the Mel Gibson character uh, of how what his intent is, why he's doing what he's doing, also why he he feels the way that he does. I mean, um, mm. and of course. For him, it's all about his family. Um, you know, he has a, a teenage daughter. Uh, he lives in a, a bad neighborhood. He has his wife, who was also a cop, that uh, she has uh, de- deteriorating, you know, disease that uh, makes her disabled. And um, mm-hmm. so he here he is. He's a, he's a guy that's been doing the same job for years and years and years. And he's good at what he does. He's not necessarily, um, you know, a, uh, a, 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 a clean cop. Uh, he's definitely a, a dirty mm-hmm. cop. Um, but I think at the, 
he, he he's definitely there's a lot of good qualities to him as a as a as a person and that he in his mind is doing you know the right thing or at least what he feels is right. the right thing at, at at the time of what he's doing so um exactly and, and yeah you're right i mean that's pretty much like the 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 overall theme of this i think really kind of going tr- trying to look at uh especially in the in this environment today looking past our our differences and also our beliefs and just kind of seeing that you know, we, we all really want the, the same thing. You know, we just want to sure, be, sure. we, we just want to provide, we just want to, <laughs> uh, you know, be, yeah. be good at something. And, um, you know, uh, there is so much that gets, some of us are off in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, racists who have a heart in there somewhere, um, <laughs> my next puzzle piece is, Gran Torino with Clint Eastwood. Mm. Um, <laughs> another movie where you've got just like uh, basically an awful racist person, uh, but you kind of sort of want to root for him right. because you know that he means well. Right. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's another uh, similar <clears throat> similar thing to what's going on here with these main characters uh, just being, you know, not very good people, but you know that their heart's kind of in the right place. And you, you, you see where they're coming from, even though, you know, they're, they're you, you don't want to, you don't want to give them too much. Right. <laughs> you don't want to feel like you're giving them too much, but, uh, but you do kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah. No, but it, it, and, and, and actually that, that's interesting. I, I didn't even, uh, think of that movie, but I definitely thought of Clint Eastwood, but my, my mind, mm. uh, went to old school Clint Eastwood when he was, you know, playing cop movies, specifically Dirty Harry. Sure, um, sure. I mean, these are kind of modern day dirt, Dirty Harry uh, cops, you know, rogue cops that, uh, you know, play by their own rules, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, that's the, that's the thing as I, it's been a long time since I've watched Dirty Harry. I mean, Dirty Harry is a great movie, but I'm sure there's a lot of it that's politically incorrect in this day and age. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's very stereotypical <laughs> sure as well. So, I mean, um, I, it's been, a, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Dirty dirty Harry, but uh it's a great movie and a uh, great character um and these are essentially modern day dirty harry's i feel like if everybody had cameras on their cell phones back in the days of dirty harry they'd have caught dirty harry doing some bad shit too <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> oh man what, what's your uh, next puzzle piece um oh well to to bring this to a newer one because we, we have already hit on like lethal weapon and and uh the the chemistry and everything of them but uh the nice guys you know um this reminded me a bit of the nice guys of course the nice guys is a, a way more fun and funny movie but uh just uh the 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 mix of russell crowe with uh ryan goslin um it's kind of similar in a way to 
you know, the old and young uh, kind of a bit. Sure. Uh, Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson, although uh, they're they're closer, I would say, as in like personalities as opposed to Russell Crowe and, and Ryan Gosling. But uh, I, I think, you know, uh, I, you put these two characters in another movie, you could definitely have a, a nice guys kind of movie. And I think nice guys is comes from the same place of, you know, liking those um uh, you know uh, Mel Gibson lethal weapon type movies um and so absolutely I, 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 I think that uh that that you know that's a good fun fun uh piece to mention because that's the thing is that this movie has some fun in it and it has some comedy in it. I mean it, it, there's some likability like you're even saying about the, how the characters you know they're they're likable and you 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 want to root for them it's just there there's right. uh it's a it's a like a darker grittier nice guys almost in a way that's not as funny <laughs> <laughs> that that's hilarious i i had not thought of that at all but i could totally see that and yeah i think you're right both of these uh the filmmakers came from a place of wanting to celebrate classic cop stories and like buddy cops and uh but just in totally different ways and also speaking of the nice guys i was gonna bring this up like after like when we do our closing thoughts but i guess i'll bring it up right now um the uh, the the end credit sequence that I've been talking about on Facebook and Twitter that I love so much that seems like something that would have been way more at home in the nice guys than, right. than in this uh, for people who haven't watched this although you should have watched the movie before you listen to the episode um, but for some reason after this like really dark although with you know moments of humor um but this this dark movie about like heavy topics like racism and a lot of people die very violently um mm-hmm. then we come to the end of the movie and we've got this hilarious ridiculous song i think i think i read it was by the ojs i'm not sure mm-hmm. and uh it's like jungle safari or something and then during it they're doing like that classic 80s thing of where like they show like a little three second right scene of each character smiling and like kind of making a little giggle and then it freeze frames them and i'm like i'm like what like for this kind of a movie that's so out of place and ridiculous it was so funny um but yeah that would have that would have made sense for the nice guys for for this movie it did not make sense but i loved it even though it didn't make sense i love it right yeah well and 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 that's another thing that just comes back to just the 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 weirdness of uh you know this filmmaker uh and 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 uh how again how i i feel like he's he's one of those guys that's just kind of like uh tarantino that's just kind of like yeah i'm just gonna do however i want it you know and it's like exactly no nobody else is like quite gets it or understands it but then it's like he does it and so then it's like Hmm, okay <laughs> so so this one is gonna it, do I, I, I would say this movie uh plays itself more i would say serious than his last movie um the mm-hmm. uh, the cell block movie it one is so over the top um so uh that one he, he he brings down the the over the topness in this one um but there's still like you can just hit that 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 fun humor. He he obviously has a a, a fun humor to him. It still uh, seeps into right. this, and and definitely the the closing credits is is one of those. Um, yeah, as far as like puzzle pieces, that 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 would be like you know 
like the A team or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the incorrect. I, I can't think <laughs> specifically, but like TV shows like that, like the A team. And um, yeah, um, I th- yeah, I thought it, of the Naked it, Gun. It, 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 oh, well, there you go, the Naked <laughs> Gun. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So and, and that is the thing is the naked gun. That's I'm great. sure it probably did do that exactly, and it was probably making fun of like the TV show. Yeah, uh, you know, from the <laughs> '80s. It seems like that they all came totally. on like that or or went off like that, like The Fall Guy. And <laughs> I like all these shows that I liked when I was a kid. Dukes of Hazard, even. Um, so yeah, love it. I love it. <laughs> um, all right, so my next puzzle piece then. Uh, so I'm realizing both of my last two puzzle pieces are uh, uh, cop movies. Mm. So uh, first one is Bad Lieutenant, mm. um, okay. just a movie you know about bad cops, and right. <laughs> you know what I mean. And yeah. I, the, the funny thing is, um, and I, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to get any hate mail here, <laughs> um, but I, I feel like, I feel like these guys, you know, they're they're not good guys, but. We we don't see anything that is that like over the top awful. Like they're not, you know, they didn't kill anybody. They certainly should be uh, reprimanded and possibly lose right. their job over the things that they're doing. But they're not like pushing it to any kind of extreme, which is an interesting choice. Um, which I think kind of allows us to kind of go along for it and right. still laugh at their their likability right. and all that stuff I, I think and and it's definitely it's an interesting thing trying to ride that line and i think he does it well uh zoller um with with writing it this way with, with not making the things that they did uh you know they're 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 racist and <laughs> they're right. not good and these people right. these people should not be out there working jobs you know they they they, they, sh- they should be um they should be fired for the things they do, but on a scale, on a sliding scale, it's like it allows you to still sit in the car with them and still laugh when they're you right. know, joking around with each other. Right, right. Yeah, and and yeah. and not only that, uh, like actually, I, I like I said, I, I I felt for the Vince Vaughn character. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, I I I didn't really feel for the. Mel Gibson character as far as like, you know, when he got what he got. And I, even though yeah. we do, we do spoil things. I don't want to go into much details with either of those things, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I think here you're, you're definitely right there that the, um, they could have definitely opened this up a lot harsher. And um, yeah. And then though, you wouldn't have really, along for the ride at all i think it had they done that exactly um exactly yeah. and i'm not i'm not sure how i got to that point from bad lieutenant but um i, I guess bad lieutenant was a pretty bad guy though it's been a long time since well, i saw that bad movie. lieutenant is one yeah, yeah bad lieutenant for me was one that i never could get on board with because um it just he seemed like such a terrible character I mean, a person, terrible person. Yeah. And he did stupid things as well. So there was never at any point that I ever was able to get on board with him. As opposed to though the Nicolas Cage, bad Lieutenant movie. Uh, <laughs> I was about- 
<laughs> yeah, I was about to say maybe this is a little more on that. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, it's kind of a mesh. Yeah, really, it's kind of it's kind of a blend of those two. Uh, that one had, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like the the, the character was just so over the top that it made it fun i mean right um this one is a more of a balance because there is a a, a a a realism to them um and uh i i yeah i don't know kind of yeah kind of a kind of a balance of, of both of the 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 bad lieutenant movies uh this one could have been bad lieutenant three though sure. for sure <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your uh, next well? Yeah, uh, might as well go into this. I had, I had wrote down a couple of cop movies just that I uh, had thought of, um, which were you know more gritty type cop movies, uh, still kind of in the same vein in in many ways because uh, uh, colors. Uh, mm. You know, uh, you basically had the older cop and the younger cop and it was like uh in the in, in, in these in these movies that i'm bringing up here colors and they're also training day it, it's more of the 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 older cop showing the younger cop the ropes which this one in kind of spins that yeah. a little bit it's not necessarily doing that it, that the the younger cop is already in deep and the older cop is already like beyond like um you know retirement essentially you know uh he's he's definitely too old for this sure shit. yeah he's stuck <laughs> so uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but 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 definitely uh training day in colors i thought of, of both of those movies again uh you you've got uh cops that aren't um really good cops you know that uh uh bend rules break rules and uh they you know dismiss it as well this is what you know i i have to do this is the way you know you, you get things done yeah yeah um and then also even even end of watch is another one mm. and uh that one might more so be kind of in that same more like along this one of kind of the one guy dragging along the other as opposed to uh those right right but uh yeah right on yeah training day was uh on my list that was like my last fully <laughs> formed puzzle piece and definitely a lot of what you were just saying um and just like you know a lot of the banter and a lot of the uh you know the the exposing that gray area between you know what it is to be a good right. cop and a bad cop and uh yeah, there, there's a lot of that going on in this movie, and um, I, I haven't seen it in a while. Training Day, I, I, it was such a good movie. Um, yeah, I, I haven't watch watched it, it in a while either. I admit, um, I, 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 I have seen it a couple of times. But it, the other thing that it comes to mind with me on is that uh, would you be like? Would you go along for the ride? if it wasn't Denzel playing that character, because that is such a horrible character, right. but Denzel brings so much charisma yeah. to it. And I, I kind of, maybe I, I feel that way in a sense with Mel Gibson of 
I mean, Mel Gibson, uh, I don't care what anybody says. I love Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson has so much charisma <laughs> and he just, to me, he, he, he lights up a screen. Um, it's totally different in a different way than the yeah. way Denzel does. But, uh, I, I'm kind of like, uh, really uh, it doesn't matter what the character is uh, either one of those guys plays it and i'm along for the ride i think so <laughs> yeah I, we were texting the day after i watched this movie like like god damn it why does he have to be such a shit bag <laughs> right, like, you know, right. He's, he's so damn good in he, every he, movie he, that he's he, in he's he so is. good he is uh, and, and, and here's the thing is, is speaking of, of him as an influence to this movie, I think him as a filmmaker is also an influence on this movie um, as far as some of the, uh, true. you know, the, 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 the gore and violence of this movie. Um, Intense violence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and from <laughs> what I understand, I, I'm trying to remember, I think I read an interview um or I, or I listened to one. I don't remember exactly, but uh, this was way before I'd even saw this before it had came out that um, uh, evidently, cause you know, Vince Vaughn was in uh, the previous movie uh, raw at cell block 99, I think it's the name of it. Right. Um, and uh -huh. uh, when he was filming that uh, he approached Vaughn about getting Mel Gibson, the script for this one. Um, he hadn't mm. wrote, he hadn't wrote the script with Mel Gibson in mind. Um, but he was like, wait a second, you know, Mel Gibson here, give me this script. I want you guys in. <laughs> and, um, of course Mel Gibson reads it and he's like, uh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> so <Yeah>. anyway, <laughs> um, I, I, I think that even if he didn't, cause he, he, uh, claims that he never writes any of his parts with any any actors in mind, which of course he's cast Jennifer Carpenter and Rose that I think were written specifically so he could just put her in the movies. But anyway, he says he doesn't do that. So uh, I just feel <laughs> like though that in many ways I think Mel Gibson was a big influence on this movie, regardless if he says so or not. So right, right, yeah. No, it certainly seems like it. I mean, it seems tailor made for him. Um, and you know, it's an interesting thing. I mean, as long as we're we're talking about Mel Gibson for a minute here, um, it, it's an interesting thing that he was down for it because you know it, it's certainly risky uh, for him. Like he, you know, he's right. kind of gotten this rare chance right, to come right. back after all of his right. awfulness you know and like guy got, got the oscar nomination for uh or was it did he get the oscar nom i know he got the globe nom uh for uh what's it called right. hacksaw ridge and uh you know it just, it just seems like he's like back in a way and certainly not in any he's never going to be back in like leading right, man right. you know real leading man territory but like certainly back enough you know like that like he could just ride by and do some less controversial roles but i mean he right. really went for this yeah. thing i think i mean i think that, that just speaks to the the quality of of the script and uh this this uh, you know the the yeah. ideas behind this movie i mean um I, again yeah. i i, I, like, I, I, I can it. say this that <laughs> people can hate on mel gibson all they want I don't care. People can hate on Zoller all they want. I don't care. 
I, uh, I'm, I'm a Zoller fan. And here's the thing is that I didn't like his first movie Bone Tomahawk. I wasn't on board that one. Um, and, uh, uh but mm-hmm. the, 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 the two after that, uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, he brings it and, uh, he, he has his own unique and interesting, uh, style and also like sense of humor and, and, it, and it's very much also like, you know, a throwback like Tarantino does to, you know, exploitation and, and, uh, that sort of thing. So it's definitely sure. in, in that, um, same kind of, uh, like spirit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that they, another one I was going to mention though, as far as, and, and this goes back again, nineties, uh, um, movies, cop movies and, uh, just, kind of a fun movie but also very uh, weirdly violent uh and that's uh the last boy scout oh um nice. you know yeah uh I, I i'm a big fan of that one you know that, that was my favorite tony scott movie um one of my favorite bruce willis movies um and uh you know i mean that movie there's just that football scene um, where <laughs> it's just insane. I remember when I saw that movie at the theater and the football player pulls out the gun and he starts shooting people. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it just blew me away. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the moment in here, was, uh, you know, Jennifer Carpenter, her, her character, I, 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 I text you this. One of the things I really love, love, love. She's in the movie. Her character doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. Totally could be throwaway. Totally could be a part of another movie. Uh, such a fantastic scene, though. So powerful and just so brutal, too. Um, oh, yeah. But her her part from start to finish in this movie just, like, so hit me so hard. It's just just so, so haunting. Um but yeah, the, the, uh, it hadn't been, I, I, I don't think at that point it hadn't been that violent. And then it was just like, boom, like a, a huge yeah. blow of violence. And it was like totally unexpected. Cause like for me, I'm a, I'm a fan of Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. So I'm waiting for her to show up. Then she shows up and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, her, her <laughs> she, she, she poured it on immediately. And then all of a sudden she's gone. And it was like, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Totally off topic of what I was talking about with the last boy scout, but, <laughs> but yeah, kind of <laughs> we had to fit it in somewhere. Violence, that impactful violence. And then also at the same time, um, that, that funness of, of, you know, the, the, the characters, uh, the way Bruce Willis, um, and, uh, Damon Wayans were in that movie. Um, that one, of course, is also sure. more of a, a, a funny movie, but it goes into dark areas. Um, and uh, it's almost like this one kind of uh, just took that sort of idea and strips away all of the silliness and then just, you know, kind of wallows in that darkness of it. So. Right, right, right. No, I, I, I completely agree. And, and I mean, back to the uh, Jennifer Carpenter scene, I was, uh, 
I was originally trying to think of other examples of things like that, and I really I couldn't think of one like where just all of a sudden we're following this new character, and then right. like you know, and then it just really just kind of throws you off. So that way, once we get to that big impactful moment of violence, it's like like it just hits you all the more harder. It's like it's a really interesting right. piece of filmmaking there. Yeah, well, one of the one of the things though that uh, it's not exactly, but one of the things I thought of was. Uh, Jackie Brown, Chris Tucker's character, because um, mm. I, I, there there's a great like scene with Chris Tucker, and it's kind of like a it's almost like its own short movie within Jackie Brown, and uh, it's kind of along that same kind of thing. It's like um, I think most filmmakers would cut those scenes, mm. but uh, again, these are these are filmmakers who basically just do what they want to do because yeah. they want to do it. And so I think that, that that scene is one that would have been cut down or probably cut altogether. And uh, I always felt that way though, about the Chris Tucker scene in Jackie Brown as well, um, which I, it's been a while since I've watched Jackie Brown, but uh, he like gets kidnapped and thrown into the trunk. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it, like, I, it, it, like, it seems even weird that he was in Jackie Brown because I know <laughs> it's, it's one of those moments though, that it's like, it's so good though of a, of a like scene. And it's just like, it's kind of like from another movie or something though. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's along the same lines there. Right. Right. No, totally. Totally. Uh, well, I'm, I'm fresh out of puzzle pieces. I, uh, do do you have uh, any more you wanted to do before we got to the finished puzzle? Well, yeah, just actually real quick, uh, I, I actually thought of uh, Spike Lee's Twenty Fifth Hour a little bit oh, that goes yeah. into that preachiness side. Though. Sure, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean the the Twenty uh, Fifth Hour, the scene where he, uh, I think it's Ed Norton's character, and he goes into the bathroom and he just starts spewing all of this like negativity and all this like racism um i could have seen a scene like that in this movie sure um just uh very very much i like i like like we were talking about earlier i like preachiness and i like uh passion and i like things like that in movies so um i'm a big fan of spike lee but it's weird that i would uh, think of Spike Lee maybe in watching this movie. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> definitely 25th hour. Um, and then, uh, oh, the other one, the, the other one, which is, it totally might seem like a total bizarre uh, puzzle piece here, but Prisoners, because Prisoners is this, um, it's more of a story mostly about some good people that do something terrible. Uh, because of something terrible that happened, but just the 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 darkness of that movie overall. This one kind of um, has that darkness, and then also the way that this movie gives you pieces of all of these people's lives. Like it it it, it takes you like a lot of movies won't do this, where you'll see a guy know nothing about him and then he plays a part later on and then you see a bad guy and he's doing bad things you have no idea who this guy is and then he works his way in later mm. uh just like that um uh just the way it it, it worked 
like the way it unfolded, I guess. Sure. The way the pieces all came together. Uh, and then also the, how, how like a dark a subject it was. Right. Um, so, uh, just prisoners was one that came to mind, just one that I really liked a lot. So, and prisoners is a movie that I still haven't seen. I've been telling you for years now that I'm going to finally get around to watching <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> it's, it, oh, I love that movie. I know. You watch that movie. I, I need to watch it. I know. I, I could just tell that I'm going to like it. I just, I don't know why. I just still haven't watched it. I got to watch that movie. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so does that bring us to the finished puzzle then? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, the finished puzzle for Dragged Across Concrete is Trespass, The Dark Knight, Dead Presidents, The Lethal Weapon Series, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, Gran Torino, Dirty Harry, The Nice Guys, Bad Lieutenant, Colors, Training Day, End of Watch, The Last Boy Scout, The 25th Hour, and Prisoners. And, uh, nice. yeah, good, good, nice. good list of movies. A lot of cop movies, obviously. I think, you know, when it comes down to it, like we've talked about, like when you, when you get past to the overall message you've got, you actually do have a fun cop movie at the center of this. When you, right. when you get past the, the overall, uh, you know, themes of racism and, and awfulness within the prisons, or I mean, the, the police system and, uh, you know, it, it comes down to actually some really great cinematic cop stuff going on. There's, there's, there's a right. great bank robbery scene. There, there's great stakeout scenes. There's, uh, the, the little glimpses into these cops lives is are really interesting and really well done. And, um, right. overall I was, I was surprised with how much I liked this movie. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's actually my favorite movie this year so far. Um, I was really, really impressed with it. I didn't expect to like it this much, um, even though it is Mel Gibson. <laughs> um, uh, but um, it, it, it's really just it's it, it's kind of it's it's so different. I feel it's different. I mean, even even though we mentioned all these these various kinds of movies that are um, you know part of the mix here, but I, I feel like it's it totally has its own personality and it's it's just totally different it's very unique um it's not going to be a typical cop movie experience sure that you would expect so um yeah and i i think the 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 acting was was great all around in every you know uh every row um and uh there's a lot of uh a lot of you know powerful moments in the movie yeah definitely absolutely but uh i uh i i i'd recommend it i know there's probably a lot of people that already they've already jumped off the 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 bandwagon with this filmmaker yeah uh they 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 think he's racist they think he's pushing some racist agenda and then i don't know how you can watch this movie though and feel that way mm mm-hmm especially the way it ends and everything plays out. Um, but I don't know, you know, characters can be racist. <laughs> I mean, we live in a day and age where characters aren't allowed to be racist anymore. Of course, the three billboards, uh, you know, um, and people uh, hated that too. Controversy. Yeah. people. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was, that was the controversy with something like three billboards. It's like, 
that to me that's ridiculous yeah i mean part of part of the power of of art is to um make us try to look at things differently uh push us to think differently you know make us look at things that we don't necessarily want to look at and, and think about yeah and um yeah it's a great movie oh yeah solid so uh, yeah, I think I think that about does it. Um, do you want to recommend something and then uh, plug anything you want to plug? Well, uh, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, as far as uh, recommending, um, I guess I would say uh, definitely watch uh, Zoller's Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine as well it's a totally different movie it's totally bonkers that's what i'll say about it it is absolutely bonkers um and vince vaughn uh totally different character in it than this one um he he to me uh, he comes off almost as uh slightly playing uh, uh, michael shannon in 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 some regards (laughs) but uh he, he he is like so over the top like in need of anger management. Um, and there's some really, really ridiculous things in it. So, um, anybody that hadn't seen it has to watch that movie. Uh, and, and that's what I was expecting. Some of the same thing with this one. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised that it was actually more of a serious movie than that one was. Um, so again, I, I love filmmakers that can, that can, you know, uh, kind of, stay along the same way and, and, and where you can know that, Oh, this is a, you know, a Tarantino movie, but it's actually a totally different movie than the one that you watched prior. And I think that, uh, this filmmaker, he has that same quality to him. So, yeah, I, um, I am on board with, uh, Zoller and I will, be watching whatever he does next we, so. we all know i don't watch many movies at home but that will be the next movie i watch at home because i'm i've always wanted to see it and after watching this i'm i'm super excited to watch it um and i i guess we can close it out with my admission that i didn't realize dragged across concrete was actually playing at one theater here in vegas and i <laughs> i got suckered into watching it at home on vod so damn you mel gibson <laughs> <laughs> My name is Toby. I'm one of the hosts of the Secret Transmission Podcast. We do a satire show all about conspiracies, UFOs, the paranormal, cryptozoology, true crime, and much more. Our show is transmitted to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many other podcast apps. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Transpod. We hope you come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. So that does it for today's episode, talking about Dragged Across Concrete with Chad Clinton Freeman. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Hope, uh, you know, all those topics and themes didn't bother you too much. If they did, uh, don't listen to our other podcast, Bird Road, because we get into a lot more on there. Uh, so that does it for today. As always, I want to remind you to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. We are on Pocket Casts. 
I went with Pocket Casts first. That's interesting. That's where I listen to podcasts, so that must be... It's on my head right now, I guess. Uh, we're also on, of course, iTunes, on Spotify, on TuneIn Radio, all the major podcast apps. If there's somewhere you listen to podcasts and you don't hear us, uh, let me know, and I will try to get us on there. Uh, you could also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group where we continue the conversation about these movies and talk about all kinds of other movies as well. Uh, you can also go to our website, PiecingPod.com, sign up for the mailing list. we got some great contests coming up soon, and you have to be signed up for the mailing list for those. Um, so get to it. And I guess that's it. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with a piece of music and we will be back with another episode next week. But um, let's leave you with a piece of music, something dark. Uh, what should we leave you guys with? Well, how about this track, Cut Open, which I think I've played on the show before, but the reason I'm going to play it is because it was used in a film. Uh, it's called Better Criminal. It's an indie film that uh, you can watch on Amazon, VOD, and a bunch of other uh VOD services, and uh, it's got, a, you know, a similar, like, crime, you know, thriller type of vibe, and so uh, I figured might as well play this song, because the song was in a movie kind of like this. I could have seen this song in this movie, so cut open. It's from my album, An Unseen Sky, and here we go.
and all points west. <laughs>